0: Hello, this is Rich Potter, and welcome to the What's So Funny podcast. Welcome back. You might hear some background noise. It's different from normal. I am podcasting to you from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And it may be kind of strange to hear the background noises, but that's where i am i'm on vacation and the rules are a little bit different now i will tell you that normally when i do these podcasts i have a few notes written down right now i'm practically naked i'm walking along the beach in just basically a thong okay well actually it's uh swim trunks but i mean really it's what are swim trunks it's basically a loincloth with elastic goes around your legs So I'm walking in that thin chasm between the sand and the surf, so half the time as I walk, my feet are dry, the water comes in, gets my feet wet, it goes away, my feet get covered with sand, and then the water comes back and washes the sand away in the beautiful circle of life, which is intended by Mother Nature to keep my feet clean. So, I thought it'd be kind of cool to just give a running commentary on what's going on around me. Have some. Oops, had to. (laughs) There's actually a kid under my feet, I just step over. Let's see, lots of distractions here. So, I'm at the beach with a guy who. His favorite thing is to get there. He knows the comings and goings of the surf. He's been going to the beach for years, he's a sailor, he knows all about like how, how the water moves. And his favorite thing of all is to get there early just above where the water will be at high tide and then sit and wait and watch all day for the people who are in front of him as the tide comes in and they get their entire beach camp uh, kind of saturated. It's kind of a schadenfreude thing, but I totally get it for it is a beautiful thing to carry with you on vacation to the beach. Lots and lots of people on this stretch. Wow. I, I've walked from kind of a less populated part of the beach to a more populated part of the beach. But, but yeah. A few minutes ago, a number of men in red shorts all ran by me full speed. And I was like, what, what's this about? Oh, they're lifeguards. Oh no, there's an emergency. But they were not carrying any sort of uh, equipment or anything. They were just running full speed. And I realized they were just having a race. And I, I was wondering, what, what's that about? You know, and I realized, oh, they're all men under 30. And so they're doing that thing, showing their, uh, their prowess just by uh, you know doing dumb stuff. I remember being under 30. I did a lot of dumb stuff. So, uh, yeah, I remember dancing on the edge of a a cliff to impress a girl in Portugal. Uh, It kind of worked, but she also thought I was an idiot. But then, you know, so was every other dude my age. This is just the way I expressed it. I also remember jumping off a cliff into the water. I was also in Portugal. I I did stuff with cliffs in Portugal. It's like right near the uh, the the Rock of Gibraltar. So, so yeah, let's see. Lots of people. Lots of people doing stuff. Here's another washed out sandcastle. I like the sandcastles with moats. It's like that's going to save them. Wow. You know, there's a lot of kids running around, jumping in the water, making noise, and I think the beach would be a much better place if kids were not having a good time. (laughs) Oh, this is awesome. I just saw like a whole bunch of people get, get drenched. Of course, the water level is coming higher now. And I'm coming to a hotel on the side of it that says Star of the Sea. If anyone knows Rehoboth, that's literally where I am right now. I'm like within maybe an eighth of a mile of Star of the Sea. More and more people to walk around. Oh. Had to dodge a kid on a boogie board. I, I, this, I saw the coolest thing. This kid was taking the boogie board. He was like on the sand pointing it towards the water and he would run towards the wave as the wave came in. Instead of riding the wave in, like you normally do with a boogie board, he was going the other way. He was... Uh, he, he was going straight at the waves as they came in, and the wave would crash him up in the air, and he'd just launch himself off the board. I haven't seen that before. I, I think the kids today are more into extreme boogie boarding. So, yeah. My feet are wet. I'm getting moderately... I was sitting halfway under a, an umbrella earlier, so... I got, I got, I got the, the... Not the farmer's tan, the uh, truck driver's tan. One arm is really red and the other one's really white. And... Earlier... Earlier we were uh, hanging out, my wife saw a pot of dolphins swimming across about, I don't know, less than an eighth of a mile from shore, I guess, and she thought, hey, let's go. Well, she wanted to go play with the dolphins. She went out and I'm like, oh, I'll go out too. And I I did take a little pool noodle because I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm not very buoyant. I'm historically very skinny and I sink in water. I don't sink completely but even in salt water where it's uh, you're more buoyant in salt water of course if i hold my breath and i try to float like the back float the dead man's float they call it i guess uh if you, you my my entire torso will sink and then my head will be just above the water slowly slowly sinking down and i pretty much equalize with the top of my head about four to six inches under the surface of the water so i figure if i'm going to go out where i can't touch the bottom for a while i should have a pool noodle so i have a little added buoyancy uh that is at least until middle age catches up with me better and i become more buoyant apparently uh human body fat is a lot more uh, buoyant than say uh, bones and muscle so anyway we we went out to swim with the dolphins, which is something she loves to do, and uh, we, we got like within like 20 feet of them, and then the lifeguard started uh, whistling that big shrill whistle and waving the big orange flags, and we knew if we went any further, he would probably come out and get us and probably not be too happy with us, and since I live to make people happy, um, I, we just kind of went back. And so we didn't get to uh, another screaming screaming wild animal uh with 2 feet running by me. Um so yeah, we we, we basically the, the story is there's really no story. We went out, we almost got there, we didn't get there. We came back disappointed and life is worse for it. But we're at the beach. For the beach we're I'm walking on the edge of the Atlantic Ocean, bunch of salt water crashing in and out, and I'm holding my $800 iPhone in my hand without the uniform that everyone seems to place around their iPhones or their mobile phones. Everyone seems to have their mobile phones in a Ziploc bag for the beach, but I'm not that smart. So, you know, if if the podcast stops suddenly, that means um, I, I, my stupidity came to fruition. Anyway, oh, look at the seagull. Don't poop on me. Looking for French fries, I'm sure. You know how seagulls love French fries? If you didn't know that, yeah, it's a thing to do. You feed seagulls French fries, and it trains them that humans are vast repositories of French fries, which means that they will find any human and just presume that if we're not giving them french fries, they should attack us. So, please, everyone, make sure whenever you have a french fry and you're at the beach, feed it to a seagull to make them more aggressive. This has been a public service announcement. So, wow, the surf is coming in. I'm going to turn back. I, I've probably talked long enough on this side. So... Yeah, now I get to get a little... I've turned around. and am going the other way. I guess the sun is to my left, so sun sets in the west, and so if I turn, uh, my left arm is at the sun, the ocean is to my right. Uh, I think I'm going, I don't know, towards the North Pole. I have no idea. I have a terrible sense of direction. If I had a good sense of direction, I probably wouldn't have ended up in Delaware. I probably, I don't know, I would have... There are great beaches in Thailand. So, yeah, so I planned this podcast. I'd be walking along the beach. I'd see interesting things. I'd report on them. I'd make smart-ass remarks. And now I'm walking back seeing the same stuff I saw on the, same, on the way up. So it's just going to be the, pretty much the same thing in reverse. But there's a flag. It says, no swimming here. So guess what? I'm not swimming. But not because of the sign. It's because of my iPhone. If I wanted to flout the law, I could just like throw the iPhone on the beach and just go. The one thing I like about the beach is, you know, as a creepy middle-aged guy, there's plenty of cheesecake and bikinis walking around. And, and in, in the real world, if you want to ogle some, some beautiful young woman, you're not allowed to, uh, I think the rule is like two or three seconds. If you stare more than two or three seconds, you're, you're, you're Mr. Creepy, or Uncle Creepy in my family. And at the beach, especially on a busy day, I mean, you get two, three seconds, after that person moves, moves away, there's another one right away, so you, like, you, you can get this, you don't get to ogle the same person for hours and hours, but you can, like, for hours and hours, you could ogle a series of people for, you know, two, three seconds at a time, so, you know, if you want to be creepy, go to the beach, that, that's the moral of this story, um, yeah, and really, that is my mission in life, is to be just as creepy as possible without anyone knowing. But the beach sounds good, doesn't it? Listen to that. Crashing the surf. Really calming. Really beautiful. As I watched a couple of kids stand on top of a sandcastle and kick it down. I wonder if they made it or they're just, they just... They took the kid who made it and threw him in the ocean. They're like, haha, we're tromping on your... Same castle, haha. Ha. Kids are monsters, and actually, right now, they're sea monsters because there are a lot of them in the ocean. Watch your ankles when you go swimming at the beach because I mean, the, the, the kid, children are basically piranhas with feet. So, yeah, you know, when you're trying to get into the water at the beach. And you have no body fat, so you have basically no insulation from the cold. And you try to get in the water. At least this is how it works for me. I'm I'm kind of a wuss this way. I'll, I'll walk up to up to my ankles. I mean, I can put my feet like I walk around barefoot pretty much all year round. Yeah, you know, unless there's snow actively on the ground, I I, I go barefoot through the winter. Yeah, you know, they're around. Around maybe twenty-three, twenty-five degrees, I start putting on shoes. But somehow with the water, it, like air, air temperature is different from water temperature. Water takes the temperature, the, the the heat right out of your, out of my body. And so if I'm at the ocean, I go up to my ankles and wait, let my feet acclimate. And then up to my shins, and then up to my knees, and this this takes minutes, not seconds. I take a while, and it, yeah, it slowly creep up. And of course, the waves come in, and they they're little randomizing forces. But eventually, I'll get up to like mid thigh, and there's a long pause at mid thigh. Most guys will understand what I'm talking about. And then once once I get past that point, I'm at my waist, that that comes to the torso, and the torso is where bodies hold on to most of their heat. I mean, if If you go into shock, if you go into hypothermia, all your heat will pool in the torso of your body. And so, when I'm getting into the ocean and it's cold, I mean, the Caribbean is fantastic this way. I don't have to do it, I can jump right in. The the water is practically body temperature. But in the Atlantic, especially like around mid-Atlantic, Maryland area, Delaware, where we are today, it takes me a while, but I finally get there. But I'm not going to do that right now because I'm holding a phone and the phone is not in a Ziploc bag. And so I'm kind of stuck talking to you when I'm actually kind of thinking I'd rather be in the water, so I have to get back to my my camp, put the phone away, back into a Ziploc bag, and then run screaming into the water and I'm going to enjoy the beach. So I hope you enjoyed this visit to the beach with a few musings here and there. And I'll catch you next week on a Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the What's So Funny podcast with Rich Potter. Thanks for tuning in. New episodes on Wednesdays.